continue worshiping together today, siblings, I invite you to turn in your Bibles or Bible apps to the Gospel according to Luke, the second chapter, beginning first with the 22nd verse. Let us receive together the Word of God. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested in him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a, a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with, with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Receive what the Spirit is saying. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Gracious God, send forth your spirit. Renew us in your love. As you have drawn near to us in Jesus, help us draw near to you. Be open to receive what you have for us and sing your praises in this season and throughout the year. Amen. Most people who share Christian faith will say that they have a favorite Christmas song or a favorite Christmas carol or 
a favorite Christmas album. And some people might say they have several. I am in the several category. May not surprise you. I love music. I love to sing. And for many of us, even if we're not big singers, for many of us, music is very, very close to us in our spiritual practice. It's at the heart for many of our spiritual lives. Of course, songs and music are experienced in so many ways, and they gift us in so many ways, and they are and come to us in so many different forms, different styles, different vibes, um, and everything from Gregorian chant to Southern gospel to bluegrass to you name it. So many gifts of music. And I wonder, some of you, if you're in a place where you can share, maybe you want to share what your favorites are. What are the things that if you don't hear them, something is missing in this season, this Christmas season? I will tell you that one of the things that um, it doesn't feel like Christmas has happened until I have listened to some John Denver. I'm just going to put it on out there. Um, really slightly partial to John Denver and the Muppets. Um, I love I love so many of the different things I could I could share a lot about that. But maybe you can share some of your faves. The, the fun thing to think about as we are celebrating music and in this season is that songs are really at the heart of our faith tradition from the ancient, uh, ancient time. Miriam and her brother Moses sang a song of victory and liberation as uh, God had brought out Israel from slavery. There are whole books of songs in the Bible. Lamentations is one of those five dirges, uh, songs mourning the fall of Israel. The book, uh, the Song of Songs or Song of Solomon, the love song to rule all others, frankly. And of course, the entire book of Psalms is, is a book of songs. Many people refer to the Psalms as the hymn book of the Bible. There's also the Christ hymn found in chapter two of the letter to the Philippians. And in the Gospels, we're told that Jesus and the disciples sang hymns. And today we get yet another song. We recently heard Mary's Magnificat. We heard that just last Sunday. And there's also in the text the song of Zechariah, which is the song of praise, um, as Zechariah gives thanks for the birth of his son, John, who became John the baptizer. Today we get another song. And today we receive the song of the prophet Simeon. Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. In addition to this, we also hear that the prophet Anna was there and began praising God. I imagine that Anna sang a song as well. I'm glad Anna gets named here. 
and remembered here as a mighty prophet who told the good news, though we do not receive in the text the words of her song. But the song of Simeon has been has been lifted up and repeated. Those um, there's many in our Christian tradition, uh, the larger Christian family who know the song of Simeon very well because it has been incorporated into what's called the liturgy of the hours. Those prayers that get prayed um, in prayer books at different times of the day. And the song of Simeon, those words that, that we heard in the text that Michael read so beautifully and that I just repeated, those songs, uh, that song is, is at the end of the night prayer, often also called Compline, which is the last prayer before ostensibly you go to sleep. And it's a song that, so for many, is prayed every single night. Many people know that song by heart. And I began thinking about that, too. What a phrase that is to know something by heart, something that, you know, without having to think about it, to to know something from a heart place, a part of yourself, perhaps that is deeper, perhaps more integrated into your being, something that you just know. That's the way much of our music is. And certainly for most of us, the music of this season, much of this music we know by heart. As I read the story that we've received today, I also found myself resonating with the image of Mary and Joseph bringing Jesus to the temple for the religious rites. (laughs) I had to laugh because I thought, good grief, when we get out of this pandemic situation. I imagine there's going to be a run on foundry with families bringing their little ones for the rites (laughs) because we haven't been able to, to be baptizing on our regular schedule quite in the same way that we normally would. And I always, I always love this reminder in this story that Jesus was raised up in the community of God's people. Jesus was presented and circumcised as an infant, the Jewish rite of initiation into covenant, what our Christian baptism is. Jesus made the annual pilgrimage to Jerusalem for Passover with his family, we're told. And later in the text, we're told also that Jesus as an adult made a habit of going to the synagogue on Sabbath day. No wonder in moments of stress, moments of everything that came at him, Jesus knew the scriptures. He knew them by heart. He knew the songs of his faith. Anyone who knows anything about child development is that what is learned and experienced in our earliest years are things that shape and form us and remain with us. I wasn't going to share this, but I'll say one of the things that uh, always makes me giggle is my spouse, Anthony, talks about some of the songs that he overheard regularly from his brother, who was five years older. And he's, you know, he's like, I can still remember all the words to, and I'm not going to tell you what the bands are because I haven't gotten permission from him to share that. Let me just say, you know, he's like, I know all those words. Why wasn't I learning Latin when I was five? (laughs) I think what I could do now. Um, 
But what we learn when we're little, it stays with us. These words, the, the music, it stays, it stays with us. We know that also in addition to music and as ch- even when we're older, um, things that are habitually repeated, words, actions, songs become embedded in our psyche, in our DNA, in our heart, a place of integration. People have joked with me over the years about how it seems I know all the words to all the songs in the hymnal. And the truth is, is it, it's simply because I was raised singing these songs and have sung them pretty consistently all of my life. And in this Christmas season, there are certain songs, some in the hymnal and others not, that I began hearing before I knew words. You know, when I was an infant, they just were in our home. Those words and melodies reside deep in my own being. And over the years, I've, I've reflected and come to understand just how foundational the songs I was taught as a child and youth are to my understanding of God, of what life is really about. Um, it didn't occur to me till I was just thinking about this again yesterday, but you know, it's possible that the roots of sacred resistance began in the basement of what was still um, there, didn't last very long, uh, but the Kiefer United Methodist Church, where I went to church when I was itty bitty. And one of the first songs I can remember ever learning and singing in that very, very musty basement was, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Anybody else know that one? Do you remember the verse that says, and if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on a tack. Ouch! <laughs> I thought, well, there's sacred resistance right there. <laughs> um, I also thought of songs that I learned from my, my Nana and Pa were um, discovered Southern Gospel when I was a child from Texas and they found the Gaithers and never looked back. And I grew up uh, learning a song that they, they sang uh, with their, one of their children's albums called I am a promise. I've heard the veggie tales have picked this up for some of you newer parents. Maybe you've heard it there, but I, I know that I know every word to that song. I sang it in vacation Bible school with a big crew of uh, kids. I am a promise. I'm a possibility. I'm a promise with a capital P I could sing it. I'm a great big bundle of potentiality. I could sing the whole thing. I won't. But the other, you know, I think of other other words that I remember. Every one of them I learned as as uh, in the children's choir. Um, oh God of the stars, the sun and the moon. Oh God of the wind and the sea. Though you're everywhere, how amazing it is that you can be here with me. And as a youth. This was another one that I realized as a youth, a teenager, the music of Jim and Jean Strathdee. You'll see if you look carefully in the United Methodist hymnal, you'll see that there are some pieces uh, by Jim Strathdee. And Jim and Jean Strathdee are um, United Methodists and have been on staff at various points. I don't know if they still are, United Methodist Church out in California. I think, but they were central to my experience as a teenager. And uh, I didn't realize, little did I or any of us know, that one of our favorite camp songs 
was teaching us. It was a song called I Am the Light of the World. Little did we know that that song was teaching us a version of Howard Thurman's reflection, often called the work of Christmas. The lyrics that I sang at Camp Egan near Tahlequah, Oklahoma, included when the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and the shepherds have found their way home, the work of Christmas is begun to find the lost and lonely one, to heal the broken soul with love, to feed the hungry children with warmth and good food, to feel the earth below, the sky above, to free all prisoners from all chains, to make the powerful care, to rebuild the nations with strength of goodwill, to see God's children everywhere, to bring hope to every task you do, to dance at a baby's new birth, to make music in an old person's heart and sing to the colors of the earth and the refrain, I am the light of the world. You people come and follow me. If you follow and love, you'll learn the mystery of what you were meant to do and be. These words are in me. I know them by heart. They shaped and formed me. These words together with Charles Wesley, the words of Charles Wesley and Fanny Crosby and Charles Tindley and so many more are the ground from which all my understandings of God and other people and my place in the world have grown. Singing seems to set those words in our spirits and help them take root. Music helps us learn things by heart. It was a joy to receive again our children singing on Christmas Eve, if you missed it, so great. Our children's choir from 2018's Christmas pageant piece was so, so wonderful. And it gives me thanks anew for the ways that we continue to create space for people of all ages to sing, as our ancestors have done through the ages, to sing praise and glory to God for all God's tender mercies and beautiful gifts. I give thanks for the ways that we continue to value singing and music, not as entertainment, but as worship, as prayer, as praise, as proclamation, as a way for spirit to teach us the faith, to help it lodge more deeply in our being. Thanks be to God on this day for the reason we sing, the best gift of all Jesus, as Hannah reminded us, the reason for the season, the one in whom all God's promises are fulfilled, the one who teaches us not only to learn things to heart, to sing things by heart, but who takes up residence in our heart and helps us have the courage to be truly led by heart. To free the prisoner from all chains, 
to make the powerful care, to rebuild the nations with strength of goodwill, and see God's children everywhere. I am the light of the world. You people come and follow me. If you follow and love, you'll learn the mystery of what you were meant to do and be.